0: Hey, it's Michelle here. I know you've got a lot going on. Kids, work, house, family, all the things. And maybe it's got you feeling not like yourself, but is it like I need a nap and a snack, kinda tired? Or are you experiencing burnout? A recent study found that 83% of moms are experiencing burnout. And so many of you have asked me to do more coaching around burnout So I am so excited to announce our brand new private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout. One thing I know about you is that you don't have time for another long PDF or a recorded masterclass that just sits in your inbox because you don't have an extra hour to sit down and watch it. So I created this five episode private podcast just for you. There are five short, actionable episodes that you can access Anywhere when you're making dinner in the pickup line or working out. And by the end of this series, you'll have an understanding of what stage of burnout you're at. Spoiler, there are three stages of burnout. And I'll give you my proven six-step framework to healing burnout so that you can start shifting the energy of how you feel and recovering from your burnout today. I want to encourage you. While burnout is super common, it is not normal, you guys. You don't have to wake up every day feeling like this. You can heal, you can regulate your nervous system, you can unlock the stress cycle, you can restore your energy, and you can heal from burnout. Click the link in the show notes to check out the private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout, today. Welcome to the Calm Mom podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on, You work so hard, you're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. You're listening to the Calm Mom Podcast. My name is Michelle Grosser. I am your master coach. And welcome back. Today we're going to talk about anxiety. Um, It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I don't have to tell you guys, right? It's its own epidemic. It's pervasive. It's like this shared bonding experience. Like we make memes about how freaking anxious we are. Um, and then I think we become moms and then we have this front row seat on the hot mess express and it's like, dude, how do I get off this thing? Right. This is a wild ride and my anxiety is freaking exhausting. And I was kind of looking into it and the numbers are staggering. Like an estimated one in three adults in the United States have a diagnosed anxiety disorder right? At some point in their lives. And that number, when you look at young adults under the age of 25, it's over 50%. One in two young adults has a diagnosed anxiety disorder. So I think it's so important and why I'm so passionate about this work that I'm doing, that we get information out there about how important it is to get to the root of our anxiety. And that's what I want to talk about today. I'm going to talk about the number one thing that I think you guys need to know. I think everyone needs to know in order to be able to manage and overcome their anxiety. Before we jump into it, I want to ask you guys if you have not yet left the show a five star rating, would you do that today? I would be so grateful if you pause the show for 10 seconds, just scroll down, tapped on the five stars. Um, And if you're feeling inclined, maybe even leave a really short review just talking about what you like about the show or any way that it's impacted you, anything you've learned. Um, It's the best way you can thank me. And it's also the best way that we can get this really important information out in front of other moms who are also dealing with anxiety and overwhelm and burnout so they can be resourced in the same way that you and I are by this information. So if you have not left the show a review or a rating yet, would you do so today? It would mean the world to me. You guys are the best. Okay. So when we talk about these numbers about anxiety, we're talking about a diagnosed disorder, right? That's what these surveys, this research is showing. That means that that someone's anxiety was so unbearable that they sought medical intervention, right? They sought medical help. They received a disorder diagnosis and it, it doesn't even account for the millions more in our population who experience what we call like high functioning anxiety or just dealing with really stressful seasons in life that are causing anxiety, right? Those of you listening who've just been kind of high strung your entire life or you've like chalked it up to your personality, right? My grandmother was always anxious. My mom was always anxious. I've always been the kind of person who just worries about everything or catastrophizes or I'm like dramatic or whatever it is that you guys use to describe that anxiety that you're feeling. And I think there's a lot of contributing factors to the prevalence of anxiety, right? But I think one of them is that the roots of anxiety, like the root causes of of our anxiety is really misunderstood. Our healthcare system as a whole (laughs) treats symptoms, right? It treats symptoms. It does not treat root causes. And again, I'm generalizing, but in general... Our system is not set up to really treat causes at the root of our symptoms, especially on brain-related, thought-related issues, guys. Our healthcare system treats the symptoms. They overlook the underlying cause. The system is just not equipped to deal with these root causes of our anxiety. As a whole, it's really not caught up on the research. And here's the thing. There is a cause to your anxiety. There is a root. There is a reason to the anxiety that you're experiencing. It's not just for no reason, right? You guys might not be aware of the reason and it may not be within your conscious awareness, but there is a reason for it. Your body is perceiving something unsafe for a reason. And let's just be real, like when's the last time that you had a medical appointment and your provider, your doctor asked you, you know, how much stress you're experiencing or how you're managing your stress or what your childhood Was like, like, very few practitioners do that. It's not part of their care. It's not part of their inquiry. And I am grateful for the healthcare system and that it's starting to move toward this more holistic view of like health, especially mental health. But let's be real, it's still so behind, right? We walk in with anxiety, we walk in with physical manifestations of anxiety, mental manifestations, emotional manifestations of anxiety. And in, I don't know, two minutes, right? We walk out with a prescription. And what happens is that we end up silencing the messenger instead of listening to the message. And that's what anxiety is, right? It's this message of alarm that's being sent by your system for a reason. And this episode is not not like knocking medication. I'm not knocking medical professionals. I'm not knocking the healthcare system. I am grateful for all of it. Medication for mental health has saved lives, right? It's taken people out of debilitating states and allowed them to live. Like truly live. And for those of you who take medication for anxiety or for any other mental health conditions or for anything else, right? There is no shame in that. Power to you. I am for whatever works for you at whatever point you're at in your life. But here's the thing. Whether you take medication for anxiety or not, I think it's really important. It is critical. It is vital for us to understand what's going on in our body. What's actually happening in our nervous system that drives anxiety? Because knowledge is power, you guys. Awareness is key. So if we can arm ourselves with this awareness, with this understanding, with this information about what's going on in our body, then we can choose to do something about it, right? Then we can choose to do something to contribute to our healing. But if we don't have the awareness, we don't have the choice. And let me also tell you this. You do not have to live anxious, right? Like, let me just say that clearly. You do not have to live with chronic anxiety every day. Some of you have been living with anxiety for decades, and maybe you've just, like, resigned to that. You, you've given up hope, right, that you're ever going to just feel calm and present in your mind and your body. And I am here to tell you today that there is hope, you guys. Peace is your portion. You are worthy of peace. Peace you are worthy of stillness, you are worthy of regulation, but you got to get out of your head. (laughs) That's the deal, right? That's why I'm so passionate about what I teach because this message has to be spread. People have to know that if you stay stuck in your head, in your rumination, in your thoughts, in your mental loops, in your patterns, right? In your mind, you will not have success in managing your anxiety. I've tried to do it that way too. I've tried. That's why I can speak about this, right? I've I've tried the mindset work. I've tried the positive thinking. I've tried the affirmations. I've tried the anxiety medications. I've tried all of this stuff. And while it has helped in stretches, none of it has really produced lasting change until I started doing this body-based work. All of that stuff worked for me in like little stretches, right? If everything else was going well, if I was like, sleeping well and I was getting along with my husband and my kids were cooperating and money was okay and like all of life stuff was just like in order, then these other tools might have masked or covered up any anxiety that I was experiencing beneath the surface. But here's the thing. I refused to accept that anxiety was my destiny and I wanted to get to the root of it. I didn't want to just cover it up with all of these different things or only experience peace in these little stretches of time in my life. And when I started doing this nervous system work, understanding how our brain and our body work together, right, in response to stress, understanding how trauma, what it is, first of all, and then how it affects our body, getting certified as a nervous system expert, like I learned how to get out of my head and into my body. And that's when I really experienced freedom from anxiety, you guys. So let's talk about it. The number one thing that you need to know in order to overcome your anxiety is this. Anxiety is a body-based issue. Anxiety is not a brain-based issue. Let me say that again. This is the number one thing you need to know to overcome your anxiety. Anxiety is a body-based issue. Anxiety is not a brain or mind-based issue. And the sooner you guys understand this, the faster you will heal. I have seen it personally. I have seen it in hundreds of clients and it is remarkable to understand the cause. We have to understand how the mind and the body communicate. There's constant communication, constant messaging being sent guys from your mind to your body and from your body to your mind, right? From your head to your body, from your body to your head. They're always communicating back and forth. And this is really important process. It's called interoception. Your brain is continuously interpreting the messaging that it's receiving. Now, understand this, 80%, 80% of that communication to your brain is coming from your body. It's coming from your body. It's a bottom-up messaging system, 80% of it. We talk about those nerves, right? They're called afferent nerves, the one that go, the ones that go from our body up to our brain. Messaging going from the body up to the brain, 80% of it. So what does that mean? It means that the remainder, only 20% of our nerves of the messaging, 20% of the messaging is being sent from our head down to our body, from our brain, from our mind, down to our body. Guys, this explains why mindset work, affirmations, telling yourself it's not a big deal, telling yourself to calm down, telling yourself to just chill out, it can be helpful but at the end of the day, guys, it's only 20% of the messaging that's going on in your body. So if your body is sending another message, if 80% of the messaging is, an, is a message of uh, of stress, of anxiety, if your body is in a stress response and you're ignoring your body from the neck down in your healing, then guys, think about it. You're like constantly fighting this four to one tug of war in your body And you're not going to win. You're not going to win if you're only focusing on mindset. You're not going to win if you're just trying to do affirmations. You're not going to win if you're just masking all of this with, with some sort of, I don't know, medication or whatever. You're not going to experience relief that comes when you can get to the root of this stuff. Is it really hard for you to relax if the house is a mess? Are you someone who cleans when you're stressed out? Maybe you're an overachiever. You tend to work a lot. You're always busy. Are you really responsible? Are you a rule follower? Maybe it makes you really uncomfortable when others don't follow the rules. How about detail? Do you have a good eye for it? Do you hate being late? You might have thought these were all just parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And then over time, those defenses became a habit, and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we often think of as our personality is this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns. And they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategies that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what is blocking who you are. The good news is that once you take the quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and you can live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. So what does this mean? It means that our brain mirrors our body's state, right? Our brain is simply mirroring what's going on in our body. If our body does not feel safe, our mind will not feel safe. And here's the thing, you guys. Our body is like this really powerful, really effective, efficient library. It's a massive library and it's storing away information all of the time, constantly, right? It remembers things. Our body remembers things that our mind does not remember. So if we experience something stressful in childhood or ever, right? If we experience something really scary as a kid, we might not have conscious memories of it. Right. We might not be consciously aware of those things that we experienced as a kid. And don't sit there and minimize the anxiety that you're experiencing and tell yourself like, oh, well, I didn't have a traumatic childhood or, oh, like nothing really bad happened to me or, oh, like I had really great parents and I grew up in a great home. All of that can be true. And your particular nervous system could still have experienced trauma as a child. Trauma is subjective, you guys. What is traumatic for one little nervous system does not necessarily have to be traumatic for another nervous system. So if you grew up in a home where maybe there were really high expectations of you and you were expected to perform well and follow the rules and be a high achiever, that may have caused unconscious stress to your little developing nervous system. Maybe you had parents who you felt like you had to walk on eggshells around, or you didn't know what you were gonna get out of them, or they could like lose their temper at a moment. Maybe for your particular little developing nervous system, that was really stressful. Or maybe you grew up in a home where, you know, finances were always an issue and you heard your parents talking about it and you absorbed that energy and that stress. And maybe for your little developing nervous system, that was stressful. Guys, it can look like so many different things. So if you are experiencing anxiety, don't be so quick to dismiss it, right? Don't be so quick to like gaslight yourself. There's something going on there and it doesn't necessarily arise from this one big, super traumatic event. So if there's something that had has happened in your childhood that was just scary to you or stressful to you as a kid, you might not have conscious memories of it. But here's the thing your body has filed that away in its library and your body remembers. And your nervous system's number one priority, friends, is to keep you safe, always, right? That's always gonna be its default priority. So our body is gonna be constantly scanning for anything that looks and feels and smells like remotely similar to what it was that was stressful or scary from your childhood in order for it to be able to alert you and prompt you into the proper stress response, right? Fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So that that scary thing, that stressful thing does not happen again. So you can do something to prevent it, right? You can stay safe. And our brain and our body is good at so, like they're good at so many different things, but it's not necessarily good at differentiating between real threats and perceived threats. So if your body is constantly scanning for threats and it perceives anything remotely similar, guys, to like a stressor that you experienced in your past or in childhood, it will send you into a stress response. And if your body is stuck in fight or flight or freeze response or fawn response, i.e. people-pleasing, because of stuff from your childhood, prolonged stress that you have experienced, your brain is constantly receiving those stress signals even though you're not actually encountering a real stressor or a real threat anymore. So friends, the root of anxiety is a dysregulated nervous system that is stuck in a fight or flight stress response. And the most effective path to healing, the most effective way for you to help that anxiety to ease when you are actually safe, i.e. you're just responding to an email from your boss or you're just parenting your kids or you're just having a conversation with your husband, or you're just taking a phone call, or you're just public speaking, or you're just doing general safe life things, is that we have to learn how to soothe the threat in our body. We have to learn how to communicate that whatever our body is experiencing physiologically is not real, and we have to be able to create a sense of felt safety within the body. When your body feels calm and safe, your brain and your mind will feel calm and safe. That's it. Like that's a whole kit and caboodle, you guys. It's super simple, but it's not necessarily easy. And I talk about this all the time. Our body does not speak a verbal language, right? That's why we just can't tell ourselves to like chill out or worse yet when someone else tells us to calm down, right? Has that ever worked? We have to show our body in a way that it understands that it is safe to come out of a stress response and move to regulation, move to calmness. How do we do that? Our body understands movement. Our body understands gentle and appropriate touch. Our body understands sound. Our body understands breath. So if you're tired of struggling with anxiety and you genuinely want to heal, like you're done, you're over it, you don't want to live like that anymore, you don't want to mask it, you don't want to cover the root, but you actually want to heal What's going on? You've got to balance your physiology, you've got to address it at the body level. And, guys, this is the body based somatic practices that I teach like, that's what this is all about. You've got to learn proper breathing techniques, how to mitigate your stress hormones, right? Adrenaline, cortisol, how much of that is being charged through your body because your body is constantly perceiving stress. Learning. Body-based nervous system balancing exercises, incorporating stillness practices, right? Learning how to activate your vagus nerve so that you can move into this parasympathetic, this regulated state, essentially how to regulate your nervous system. So once you stop trying to heal a body-based issue, i.e. anxiety, a body-based issue with only a mind-based solution or a Band-Aid, once you balance your body your thinking is going to follow. Once you balance your body, your thinking, your psychology, it's going to follow. So that's the number one thing you've got to understand if you are going to overcome your anxiety. It is a body-based issue. It is not a brain-based issue. And if this is something you guys have been struggling with, anxiety, chronic anxiety, snapping at your kids, right? Your emotions are all over the place. You find yourself having brain fog, procrastinating, you feel edgy and irritable all the time, like you've just had it and you're ready to do something about it, I would encourage you, man, click the link in the show notes to book a free 30-minute discovery call with me. I want to hear about it. Like I want to hear what you're going through. I want to hear what you're experiencing. And then we can talk about how I could support you in a one-on-one coaching package. If this is something, coaching for what it is you're experiencing and the dysregulation in your nervous system, If it's something you've been considering and you're just done, you're like, I am not taking all of this anxiety, I am not taking all of this irritability into 2024, book a call, you guys. I am creating space to take on two more one-on-one clients before the end of the year at my current rates, right, at my 2023 rates before they increase in January. So if this is something you've been thinking about, if this is like tugging at you, if you're done with feeling how you're feeling and you know you deserve better. You want to resource yourself. You know, your kids deserve better. Your family deserves better. If I'm speaking to you, this is your sign. Book a one-on-one call with me. 30 minutes, totally free. Tell me what's going on. I'll give you any coaching I can during that time. And then we can talk about um, what it might look like to work together one-on-one if that feels aligned for you. I would love to meet you guys and discuss it all with you. That's what I've got for you today. If you struggle with anxiety, this is the number one thing you've got to understand to feel relief. I'm believing this was helpful. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.